Welcome to another installment of Chocolate Chat. My name is Chocolate Yoda, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H, because film studios are litigious. And my guest today is Kendra. She is a comedian and uh, a, a free spirit, as her online name indicates. And uh, we're going to talk today uh, about one of the topics that we cover a lot on this show, which is, of course, relationships, because uh, I was uh, intrigued by uh, your perspective and I only got the tip of the iceberg on it, so I wanted to hear more. So before we get into it, uh, you know, just introduce yourself. Tell us about your social media and all that stuff. Yes, uh, Kendra Crump. Um, born and raised in Atlanta. I got my little diploma right there, as you can see. All right, graduated from Clark Atlanta University. So the goal is to have uh, my own radio and television show, and I'm going back to school in January to Georgia State. Oh, nice. And um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the road to receiving my PhD in child psychology. Wow! So okay. that's pretty much it with that. Yeah, I I only uh, brushed up against child psychology briefly when I studied psych, um, uh, and I still do. I I read articles and studies all the time about it. I'm very fascinated by it. Uh, and child psych is, is interesting. The way they perceive the world is very interesting and, and very different than how adults do. Um, so anyway, uh, beyond that, as I mentioned earlier, um, I, I saw that you had some ideas uh, about relationships. And, uh, you know, some, I'm sure some people might accuse you of not being a feminist and all that and, you know, give, give you feedback uh, on it. I think they're wrong um, by the true definition of feminism. Uh, but talk to me about how how you feel like, how, how does it work with men and women in relationships? What do you, what do you think are best practices for women uh, to keep men or maybe talk about the mistakes that women make as you see them? All right, so my ADHD kicked in, so I'm going to try to answer the best that I can answer. All right, so let me just say this as far as with relationships. Mm. I think honesty is the best policy. Let mm -hmm. people know up front what you want. Mm. The best relationships come from friendships, like natural, organic friendships, mm -hmm. okay? The problem is so many – I have this thing where guys will be like, hey, I'm interested in you, and I'm like – you don't even know what my real first and last name is. How are you going to say that you're interested in me? Just say I find you attractive and I would like to see if you would like to, you know, go forth with, you know, something. That's all you got to say. That's interesting. At that point, that's when that's when I'm going to be like, okay, I'm just going to keep it real with you. I like men with money. Do you have that? Because let's keep it all the way real. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, every woman is, is, is likes a financially stable man. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. We don't like, yeah, you can go ahead and pay for, uh, you know, uh, a meal at Applebee's. Okay. You can, you can, you can play, you can pay for that. You can pay for that. Um, anybody can do that. But I look at it like this. Would you rather cry in Detroit or Dubai? Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. With that also being said, I think the uh, fact of the matter is speaking on the money fact, women, listen, you just because, like I said, we all like a financially stable man does not mean that you have to sit here and uh, the first day say, hey, if you want my number, you're going to have to give me some money type stuff. Now, I've done that to a guy, and I'm going to tell you all why I've done that to a guy. I know you might be going to be like, Kendra, you a hypocrite. I'm going to tell you why. There was this man 
who was um oh like older man like really older man weirdo type person okay so the best way if you want a man to leave you alone i'll ask him for some money but just coming up to him and saying oh give me a thousand dollars you know pay my rent and i'll give you my phone number no don't do that don't do that just let them know up front what your intentions are let them know what you will and will not tolerate um but I let him know. I said, hey, man, just, just give me $20. I'll give you my phone number. He didn't even have $20 to give me. It ain't going to work. And he was weird. He kept, I have this thing about people who like, you can wave at me one time, but if you see me all throughout the day, don't be waving at me every time you see me. Like, I don't, I don't like, stop. Just don't do that. But now, nah, anyway, back to the story. Okay. So I think the thing about it is let mm-hmm. people know up front. And then on top of that, make sure you are actually real deal, you know, ready to like date definitely say about that like you need to be for sure if you're actually interested in dating don't sit here and try to make it seem like you interested in me and you really not that's the thing about that that's that's what i i have a problem with these people who want to be fake with the whole i'm interested in you type of situation going on Mm. okay so the 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 premise was uh honesty is the best policy so let me give you an example of honesty and, and see, and, and and you can tell me if this in general is something that you think would work for women. Um, so most guys uh, are visual, visually oriented, mm-hmm. and our honest reaction when we first see a woman is, I want to have sex with that woman. So mm-hmm. if you want honesty, uh, then the most honest thing a man could say to you is, hi, I want to have sex with you. So does does that work for you? No. And again, that's cool as well. I uh, And then, you know what? This is what I do. I'm going to tell you what my toxic trait is, okay? My toxic trait is asking you multiple questions to figure out why you're a weirdo. And except if you send me an unsolicited penis picture. Y'all need to stop doing that. That's not the way, you know, don't do that. Okay. But I had this guy yesterday. He, and I told him about himself back in May. So I figured that he would leave me alone. But what happened was he came back seven months later and he said to me, are you still being mean? Not even trying to give me no apology. And I said to him, I said, what's going on? He's like, I'm just trying to figure out. He's like, I would, I would like to, you know, get to know you. I said, and do what? What, what is your definition of getting to know me? What are you trying to do? I'm trying to chill with you. Okay, tell me your definition. You know, go out to events and then, you know, other stuff, like maybe have sex. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not interested in having sex with you. He's like, well, then if you ain't interested then like, I mean, I'm not going to be investing all my time in you and we don't, and we're not going to get to that that part and I said to him I said sir this is I said you already turned me off when you actually thought and this is something else I want to say as well people need to stop coming into a situation men and women stop putting yourself out there in order to say hey I'm in a, interested in a relationship with you if you do not have yourself together the very within the first day of us having a conversation he asked me if I if I you know drive and I said why are you asking this he's like you know uh just just interested in knowing you know so you can come and like pick me up and I said pick you up I said, why would you even think that that's okay? You're the one trying to get my attention and make me want to be interested in you. He said to me, 
oh, it's because, you know, I would do the same thing if you didn't have a car. And I'm like, but why would you put yourself out there? Just because you would do it doesn't mean that I should do it. He says, I look at it like this. And he tells me this like pre like present day. And after I let him know about himself seven months ago, I, he tells me about himself present day. He says that he says that whenever two people are in some type of, you know, real deal like with each other, they should, you know, compromise should happen. You know, so that's the thing about it. Like, I'm not that type of guy. Like, y'all women, y'all want, you know, guys to give y'all the world, but you can't give us what we want. He says stuff like the way that you're just so, you know, difficult. You it basically he was calling me like an angry black woman on the low. He's like, you're so difficult. You push men away. And, and listen, let me tell you something. He's not even attractive. Okay. So he should be grateful I'm in his presence. All right. Back to the story. So with that being said as well. I also, I had ended up saying to him, I said, let me tell you something. You're living in this fairy tale world where you are coming back to people that you know for a fact are out of your league in multiple ways. And you're coming back to people trying to holler at them. And you're upset that I'm not going to try to give you sex, sir. You, this is also something people need to understand. Sex should happen naturally. What's folks out here begging for? Can we please do it? You look lame, sir. You look like a goofy. Okay, okay? so let's let's uh, kind of try to address a, a couple of ideas there. So you, you started off with the premise of honesty being the best policy. And then when I gave you an mm -hmm. example of honesty, you said that wouldn't work. So it it th this is part of the conflict um, with all of these rules uh, and roadblocks that people are putting up uh, for relationships. Um, uh, I, I think back to, since I, I'm very interested in anthropology along with psychology, and I look at early man uh, or early people, and they didn't have all these rules. Uh, if you look at mammals, how, how they get together, it's generally they see each other, they circle around each other, stiff each other out, then maybe, you know, the man has to perform a feat of strength or he has to battle another dude or whatever. And it's pretty straightforward um, uh, as far as getting together uh, with the opposite sex. And what I see now and for a long time is that there's all these rules uh, that are based on nothing. They're based mostly on uh, religious concepts and social concepts, uh, but have nothing to do with how human beings really are. So mm -hmm. the reality is that if a man sees you and says he wants to have sex with you, that is honesty, right? But even though you and other women that I speak to, they usually start off with that whole honesty is the best policy thing, but it seems like honesty is the last thing that actually is attractive to you. Let me say something again. Like I said, that that's, that's, honesty is the best policy but can't let me ask you something do i and i want you to keep it real with me okay keep it one hand on with me do i look like the good times girl to you i have no idea what that question means but that, that that's means do not, i look like an easy woman do but, I have the, but that, that but that idea that very idea of an easy woman is the is the kind of social construct that i'm talking about there that's that's just something made up by people there it has nothing mm -hmm. to do with human behavior in reality so you don't you can't sniff out if a woman is a gold digger. You can't sniff out if a woman is an easy woman. You can't sniff out if a woman has like, you know, is a difficult woman. You can't. Sniff I don't worry out, about you know, any of that stuff. The, but what I'm talking about is the reality of men and women. 
and the truth behind men and women, right? And so the truth, because that's what you started with, was honesty, right? So the truth is that when men see a woman, uh, that's all, all they need to know is if they find that woman attractive physically, and then they want to have sex with that woman. That's the reality of, of human beings. And it always That's has true. been, right? So going back to the idea of honesty, if that's how humans are, which they clearly are, then why isn't behaving the way we are acceptable? Why do we have to get into all this other stuff that has nothing to do with how humans are? There, there, like there doesn't need to be. What, what, what stuff are you talking about? There doesn't need to be an evaluation of whether a woman is easy or whether a woman is a gold digger. That's that's unnecessary. Um, that's that's the kind of thing that you'll find out as you get to know each other if you decide to get to know each other. But the reality of attraction is: I see you, I'm attracted to you, I want to have sex with you. That's that's the reality. And women are the same. Our sex drives are different. There's no question about it, but our desire for sex is essentially the same. No, and again, like I said, that that's that's I think I don't know, I feel like an evaluation is good because here's the thing, right? There's a thing called soul ties. I don't think a lot of guys or people in general realize how serious that is. Soul ties are serious, soul ties are real. And the fact of the matter is is that you have to be careful with whom you decide to you know trade souls with. And and some people just sit here and they just want to go from one person to the next person. That's why it take you need to have an evaluation to figure out who you are entering inside. Well, and who here's is, here's the thing. Changing. You you hit a good point, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you said who you are, you reminded me of something. Uh, who you are is the personality. It's 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 you know the the different quirks and realities of your personality, which is which is fine. What I'm talking about is what we are. Right. And I don't know what soul ties are. I've never heard of them, uh, but it really? sounds like something made up. <laughs> so, so you, so and it comes from a, it's a religious thing in a way, but mm. it also comes from like, let me ask you something. Have you ever had relations with some, with a woman and afterwards you felt lifeless because she has so much toxicness within her? No. And again, it doesn't hit it doesn't hit everybody, but a lot of people they have felt a certain way. But I think the thing about it is is that I bef- I think before you decide to intertwine, you know, with each other, I think it's best to figure out who that person is. Mm-hmm. Cause there are some people out here who are mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, she's very attractive. And this is why I think a lot of guys, I think I feel like it's a ego thing. That's why no man has ever hit a home run with me. Because, you know, I'm I'm a sapiosexual, you know, so if you can't hold it, you know, intellectual conversation with me, there's nothing that we are going to end up doing anyway. Right. And for folks that don't At know all. what Most that means. Most I'll do is just give uh, you a hug. Yeah, for, the, for folks who don't know what that means, it's someone attracted to intelligence. Um, yes. So um, if early man, and I keep saying early man because that's an old term, but if early people, if early humans had these kinds of rules, do you think the species would have survived? Probably not. Right. I think what happens is people started waking up and realizing, I feel like there was just that ding in their brain that made them think, 
you this isn't cool this isn't right I want him to get to know me first or I want her to get to know me first type of thing I think somebody along the way there was a light bulb that popped up in their head right and that light bulb as you alluded to earlier was probably religion that's when the idea of shame and guilt um, more like what you described earlier this feeling of lifelessness or what have you uh, that comes from judging your own behavior and that judgment generally comes from religious rules and social rules. And those rules generally have nothing to do with what human beings are. You know, if, if, you, if you acknowledge the idea that the species wouldn't have survived with these rules, then you have to start questioning the rules. Because if these rules made sense, if, the, if these rules um, worked, and they're very common, and I hear this everywhere, that these are the rules that people need to follow in order to be with each other, then why are so many people so unhappy in their relationships? Why do 50% of marriages fail, 68% of which are initiated, uh, divorces rather, are initiated by women? So if, if all these rules work so well, why are relationships failing so badly? Because I think people go into a relationship not knowing who they are nor the other person. Therapy is needed. There, There's a lot of, that's why I'm doing this psychology thing, because it's a lot of adults out here mm-hmm. who are not where they're supposed to be mentally. Right. But a therapy didn't exist in early man, and early man did very well. well and I, you know what I think? I think what it is as well, I think a lot of people are... Um, what ends up happening? I think what happens is people will just go with the flow. There were certain people. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure back in the day they didn't like what 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 was going on. They didn't like the you know rules that okay or the the lack thereof of rules when it comes to relationships. They just went with it. But I'm pretty sure there were certain people who did that. But one day somebody woke up many thousands of years later who said, "Hey, this isn't cool. You're not gonna talk to me like that." I have an issue with the fact that you say that we're together, but you have a whole another baby with somebody else down the street. I have an issue with that. Yeah. And and again, that issue comes from rules that have nothing to do with human behavior, because the fact is, is that humans are designed to have multiple children with multiple women. That's that's the way. Who says humans are designed that way? uh, Anthropology in the entirety of human history. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Do you typically, uh, so would you consider yourself polyamorous? Uh, I tend to be a serial monogamous. Okay. Yeah. But in general, in, in, in general, polyamory is the default setting for humans. And again, and if you, and by the way, if you, if you look into evolutionary biology, this is all spelled out very clearly this is how we are this is this is what we are as a species and 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 this is and i'm glad we're having this conversation in this way because this is the stuff that i like to address uh in my coaching with people to get them to break out of these very limiting rules that don't contribute to their happiness you know what I think the thing is, right? You said you stated that we're meant to have multiple children with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Why should that be okay when what happens? Because that's is, the reality yeah, of the species. I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example. There, I was look, listening to. Uh, I've I've come across a few people 
who have told me, and and these are rappers, not told me per se, the rappers, not told me, but listening to them on interviews, and then other people I've come across who have a lot of kids by multiple women, and they have to deal with that baby mama, bitter baby mama drama. They, you know, the kids are in multiple states, having to go ahead and go across state traveling, you know, uh, spending so much money unnecessarily to go see their kids. And like, who wants to deal with that? Why not stay in one home with the same person? Well, that, that anecdotal evidence doesn't mean anything in the face of, you know, the, the study of evolutionary bio- biology. So if, if, if a few people have a hard time maintaining multiple people in multiple states, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the design of human beings. So why is it not, why is it, do you feel like it's not normal? Why do you, cause this is, you know what, you're the first person to tell me this and I, and I'm, you know, what's so crazy. Sometimes I feel like we all think the same with certain things and I hear one person who disagrees with everything. <laughs> so I would have never actually, actually known this had you never said this. Cause I'm thinking to myself, why would you, why should you have multiple kids in multiple States by multiple women and right. and everything but, else right. like why and is that okay you're throwing in the multiple states in but but let's let's kind or of i'll just say sometimes that does happen no no I, and i and let's i understand that but let's let's bring it back to original humans there weren't multiple states there was generally villages of 100 to 150 people and that saying that it takes a village to raise a child is actually exactly how it used to work the villages who raised the child it didn't you know the the survival of the species uh, was partly predicated on the idea of having as, as many babies as possible. And the, the, the instincts that humans are born with don't limit them to one partner, men or women, right? So the, the, this idea of this very narrow structure of how relationships should be and how men and women should act, unfortunately, has nothing to do with the reality of us as a species. I think on top of that, I think some people just, we, it's comfortability. It makes you just want to just deal with this one person, you know? And that's how I I am. That's why I'm a serial monogamist is because I just prefer to focus on one person. I've had moments where I've dated multiple people uh, at the same time, uh, but those were few and far between. Uh, most of the time, once I start dating a woman, I, I just want to focus on her and I'm, and I'm content with that. It, it's, it's, it's in perfect alignment with who I am and what I am as a person, you know, and, and, and I, and those times where I've deviated and dated multiple people, that was okay too, because that was right for me in that moment. Uh, it's actually two times, it's two times in my life where I went through a short period where I dated multiple people and I was fine with it because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to do anything different. It's just how it worked out and it was in perfect alignment with me. And that's really what, what, what all of this is about is being in alignment with our humanity rather than the, the judgments that get handed down. Like I think women have it far uh, more difficult than men do in this specific area because you're judged for everything. You're, you're, if you have a sexuality, you're judged for it. If you, if you are sexual in your behavior, you're judged for it. And, and 
what happens is that the poison gets passed between you and among you. Like, you know, you when if, if you're talking to another woman and you're talking to her about being too easy, then that's just that's just the brainwashing that religion and society, uh, uh, you know, hit, hit you with that you just pass on to somebody else unintentionally, of course. But that's that's the programming that that a lot of people are suffering under. You know, I think I think it's good to date multiple people. I can't agree with you on that. Um, you know, that way you can know exactly what you want, what you don't want. You don't want to be just secluded to this one person, unless that was just your soulmate at an early age. And that's pretty much all you knew and everything. Yeah. But I think go out, meet new people, you know, tr see different, you know, walks of life and everything. Yeah. See what you and, and again, that's why I don't know, like. I think in this day and age, people are temporary for me, you know, and I used to have this mentality where I, I was like, I want to just only date one person at a time. But I came across um, this post that said it's OK to date multiple people. If you're not in a relationship with nobody, just do whatever you feel like doing. And I'm like, wow, OK, right. that makes sense. Right. And the, and the fact that that uh, post resonated with you is because of the programming that you had prior to seeing that. Because because you're told you're, it's not cool to do that. You're told, you know, especially if you're a woman, you know, if you know, if if a woman has a, a healthy sexual appetite and and healthy sexual behavior, very often she's going to be labeled a slut for that. Um, and that concept is ridiculous to me. There's there's no such thing as a slut. There's just a woman who enjoys sex. You know, and and, you know, I, I joke around that, you know, I love sluts. They, they've been very good to me. <laughs> so, uh, you They're know, I, yeah, I don't have, have a problem with that. Have you ever turned one into a housewife? Um, I, you know, again, that's that's an idea that doesn't resonate with me um, because I don't I don't I don't believe in the concept of a housewife. I don't believe in the concept of a soulmate. Um, I, I, I think really? that's just a romantic notion that that people have come up with. Um, and, and again, if it, if it contributed to people's happiness, I'd be fine with it, but it stresses people out because, because what, what tends to happen is, and I, I've had this conversation many times with, with coaching clients and with people privately is that, uh, someone will meet someone and it's working just fine. But then in the back of their mind, they're going, well, but is this my soulmate? Right. And then they got to figure out what that means, because what does a soulmate actually mean? And isn't it interesting that people who say they've met their soulmate, it's convenient that it's usually someone from their town, someone they went to school with, someone they went to work with. How convenient is it that the universe arranged their life so that their soulmate was five miles from them? You know, I mean, it, it seems kind of silly when you think about it that way. No, I mean, and, and what you're saying is what you're saying is actual factual. But I, you know what? I, I don't know. I've heard that you have multiple soulmates in, in your lifetime. And that's convenient, um, too. <laughs> I've had someone I asked if they ever met their soulmate. They say, yeah, like I was married to them. And then it just ended. I'm like, then that person wasn't your soulmate then. So how you do you, how do we decide who is if someone if someone decides to, that they want to uh, go before God and, and society and say, I'm committed to you for life. And that turns out to be not their soulmate. Then maybe we have to rework this whole idea. I think my definition of a soulmate, cause I made this post, uh, the other, uh, yesterday, actually made this post yesterday. 
And I have said to my soulmate, I hope I still have a soul by the time you get here. Right. And <laughs> because I'm telling you, man, I, I become a bitter woman and I'm not even 30. I'm halfway to 30. And it's like a lot of the men who just waste my time. But with that being said, I think my definition of a soulmate is someone where it's like you. I look, I think about Tyler Perry. All right. Tyler Perry would make these you know, very predictable movies. And one of the first movies that he made that came out was a uh, diary of a mad black woman. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, I'm, I'm about to just misquote the lines. Basically, basically she was saying uh, towards the end, she says that, you know, I can't, you know, stop thinking about you. You're, you're in my every thoughts. You know, I, I pray for you all the time, you know, and, and stuff like where he was thinking the same type of stuff, you know, where it just happened so effortlessly that you guys come together and it's like, it's a natural high you get around that person. You know, they just, they get you type of stuff. Maybe you guys finish each other's sentences. I don't know. You know, um, do you believe, do you more so have, do you believe in life partners or do you not believe in that either? Well, no, not, not specifically. What I, what I believe in um, is that, it's the old saying of it takes two to tango and I've tagged it with, but it only takes one to end the dance. Right. And whenever the dance is over, it's over. But if today I wake up and I want to be with the woman that I want to be with and the woman wants to be with me, then we're good. Right. Because if you think about it, when a relationship ends, it's yesterday you were with that person and today you're not. Right. So it's just it's what a difference a day makes. Right. As the old song goes. So my pragmatic brain says that that the only thing that matters is today. And if you stay in enough todays then it becomes a lifetime, I suppose. But, you know, I don't see the utility in, in, in just identifying someone as a life partner. Life can be long as short as it is. It can be long also. And you, you don't know what's going to happen. But. If I know that I want to be with this person today and they want to be with me, that's the only thing that matters. No, and that's and that's real. You know, I, I don't know. I guess one day I'm going to be in a real relationship because I for so long was a situationship queen. And I I just really kept trying to figure out is there something wrong with me because it would drive me into depression, mm. you know, that I wasn't where I was supposed to end up being that I didn't have who I thought I would have, you know, yeah. but I have to learn that in, in due time it'll come. And if it doesn't come, you have to be okay with that. Cause yes. I, I've come across people in a like 60 who's never been in a real relationship. And it makes me wonder, I'm like, something has to be wrong with you. <laughs> if you have made it to 60 you pass the AARP age by 55. <laughs> you get free free pancakes at IHOP and you don't have a real relationship. Yeah, sir. That's not good. Yeah. And I'm 57. Um, and I, I've, I've mostly had real relationships. I mean, I, you know, you refer to your other relationships or previous relationships as situationships. In my mind, if, if I were coaching you, I would tell you that they, they were all real relationships to me, every every relationship that I'm in, long or short, um, contrib contributes something to me um, in one way, shape, or form. Um, even if it's just to make a distinction about what I don't want, it's that's a contribution. 
Um, and I, I also agree with the idea that it's you, right? That's where it starts. And I don't mean you specifically, you, I mean the no, you no, no, in no, general, you right? Uh, you but mean. you are encompassed within the general you, right? So it, 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 with everybody, um, if they have uh, questions and concerns and issues in their relationships, uh, the first place I start is with the person and their responsibility and how they show up in life. Um, and I and I did this myself when I was 26. I realized that I had had five train wreck relationships in a row. They were more like hostage situations than anything else. And uh, I said, well, yeah, these chicks were crazy and that's undeniable, but I invited them into my life and I have to figure out why I did that and how to stop doing that. And after, when I got to the end of that cycle, which took a year to figure out, um, what I what I realized is that if I wanted a different relationship, I had to be a different person. And the, and then I spent the uh, from then until now uh, figuring out how to do that. And I've done it successfully. I've I've become the person that I need to be to attract the kind of woman that I want to be with. Um, and, and I am with that woman. So it, it all worked out, but it, it took a long time, uh, of figuring out, you know, exactly what I'm about in order to make that happen. You mentioned that, um, don't call your situationship like a, you know, no type of real relationship in my mind. I was thinking that we were together, but in their mind, we had nothing going on in my mind. I was exasperating all my energy to them. And but they weren't they were just using me for whatever that they were using me for. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's you know? one way to characterize it. Um, and with that language, I could see where your bitterness comes from. But if you if you look at it from a different perspective, it could be as simple as you were on different pages. Right. And they weren't doing anything to you. They were just doing what they were doing and you weren't doing anything to them. You were just doing what you were doing. Um, you know, because our, our and I, I focus on language because our self-talk is uh, very impactful. Uh, how we tell the story of our life can be very impactful. And the words that we choose to do that can make the difference uh, between how, you know, feeling positive about something, feeling negative about something and developing beliefs that are very negative that, you know, unchecked can be real roadblocks in your life. No, and that's, and that's, no, and that, what you're saying right there, that's very true. That's actually very true as well. Um, I don't, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem like I was sounding bitter or anything else like that. I well, think. you called yourself bitter. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because what happens is I have a lot of, of men who come into my life just to see if they can you know, th th we, we live in a day and age. So you can just follow me as I say this. We live in a day and age where a lot of guys are not really dating. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised out here in Atlanta. I don't know, maybe the Atlanta growing up in, in the 80s, 90s and early 2000s, you know, where music was worth listening to was the best time to have gone on dates and really been with someone. But in this day and age, this is not a relationship city. The ratio, if you want to be a bachelor, have 10, you can have 10 to one, 10 women to one man. Okay, that's beautiful. Come on now. So this number one, we're not in a relationship city. So you're dealing with a bunch of what you're doing, where you at, let's chill type of guys. You're dealing with guys who are older, 
who are like the very first. And now mind you, I listen. I like a man. You know, I think basic life skills should be imputed into every child. If you know how to cook, that's beautiful. I want a man who knows how to cook, right? Came across one guy who told me, and this is after a few days of having a conversation. He mentions how he wants me to come to his house to cook for 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 uh, so he can cook for me. And I'm scratching my head. I'm like, bro, why do you even think that this is okay? I don't even know what your first and last name is and vice versa, right? And the fact that you're trying to get me to come to your house to cook for me, that to me is like stranger danger. The fact that a lot of guys will put, you know, send me a pic and, and can I get some money? And it's like, you know, uh, whatever it, to me, it's like, it gets annoying. And that's what makes me bitter against men. And the fact that men will just come in my life and, you know, have no type of conversation worth having at all. And it, it, this is what makes me bitter and makes me upset. And that's why I get straight to the point. Like I was saying the first uh, few minutes of the conversation, I will let a guy know up front. This is what I want. If you know you can't meet that requirement, do not waste my time. Because if you try to waste my time, I will hound you until you block me. That's how I am, you know. So that, that that's it. I don't, I don't, and I don't mean to be that way, but I'm not the only woman suffering with this. It's a lot of women yeah. suffering with this. Yeah, and, and the reason for that is that there are a lot of women, men also, but in this particular case, for this example, I'll focus on women. They are operating under these faulty presuppositions that are that have been given to them all their lives about who they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to be. And these ideas don't have merit and they don't work and they don't contribute to your happiness. They just contribute to your sadness and suffering. So what I would say is start with you and examine these ideas. Like, because my question to you would be, why are men approaching you in the way that they're approaching you? I know why. Since we can't put the responsibility on them, then if the responsibility is on you, then maybe it's something about you that that is it's a lottery analogy that's the answer i've asked multiple men mm -hmm. it's a lottery analogy they try to sh they men will if they a lot of guys find me attractive you know i was like oh okay cool that's that's great i'm hot commodity a lot of guys find me attractive so what it is is it's a lottery analogy you know they will sit here and slide in my dm because they think and on top of that i'm a comedian some of my posts um are you know sexually charged but it's hilarious i'm if you know me for real you know that i'm not about that life so i don't know what you in my dm for i don't i make sure i you know uh I dress accordingly you know i don't put myself out there or whatever but like i said it's because it's a lottery analogy it's worked before there are women out there who don't mind having a bum dude and once that relationship passed they say okay let me try with kendra yeah Okay, Kendra says no. I'm gonna try the next few yeah. people. It works. It's a yeah. lottery now. But yeah, and and again, the the language that you're using is is a strong indicator of some of the things that are that are blocking, uh, for they're blocking you from getting what you want. You know, this idea of a bum dude and all that. You know, the, there's all these judgments that are going on. And again, I understand them because this is, this is the prescription. This is what society has handed you. And despite people wanting to believe that they're individuals and, you know, march to the beat of their own drum, most people do not do that. Uh, most people are the product of their upbringing and the society that they live in. 
You know, if you were living in Afghanistan or if you were living in France or if you were living in Sweden, chances are you'd have different attitudes about this because they do have different attitudes about this. Um, but because you're in America, you have the American system of beliefs. And unfortunately, that system of beliefs generally doesn't work for people. That's why there's so many unhappy people, especially in the realm of relationships, because there's so much garbage that's just heaped on people about how things should be that uh, nobody is paying attention to how they actually are. No, that's true. Maybe, you know what, I might have to go find some love out there in Dubai. I think that's what's so up. You see me, I'm going, I'm going just, I'm going to go hang out in Dubai for a couple months and see if they do something different. Cause that's, like I said, I think here in America, everybody's uh, perception of love is different. You know, we yeah. all want, every adult wants someone with who can do honesty, loyalty, respect, communication, yeah. but you don't have everybody to, you know, give that. Or what happens is people will pray and ask God to send them somebody and God sends the person and you, you mess it up. You know, well, and they and they, they they say, as you have, that they want honesty. Um, but then when honesty is presented, then they realize that their programming is preventing them from accepting that honesty. You know, so it, it really is to me about changing the narrative. I don't know if the Middle East is going to be a good spot for you uh, with their attitudes or toward women. Or it could be Amsterdam. Amsterdam would probably be better. Uh, or yeah. I can go to Miami, find me a nice little Cuban zaddy, and then learn some Espanol with them and there whatnot. You go. There, there you go. The, that 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 could be a better strategy. Um, but uh, yeah, I I would say just really examine the narrative when when you hear judgmental language coming out of you. Uh, try to figure out where that comes from and, and whether that actually is valid. Because I find most of the judgments that are presented by people about this subject just don't really hold any validity. No, and that's true. And that's what I'll, I'll definitely do. You know, everything is a work in pro progress and process and everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 And, you know, I, I don't want to sound condescending at all, but I've been 25 which is what I assume you meant by halfway to 30, not that you're yeah, 15 I years am. old, right? Yeah, so uh, yeah. so at, at, at 25, I was a very different uh, human being. And uh, I, I can look back and see the, the big difference between how I was then and how I am now. And of course, that was on purpose because at 23 is when I started self-development and I've been at mm -hmm. it for 34 years now. Um, so I, I can see where my narrative at 25 was uh, limiting my growth. And it was only until I changed the narrative that my growth was possible. Um, you know, like, like I had described earlier of realizing that the main, uh, the, the most consistent factor in all of my dysfunctional relationships was me, <laughs> right? So then I had to figure out how to change that. And the only way to change that was to change me. So, you know, if you want different uh, results, um, obviously it makes no sense to keep doing the same thing. That's what Einstein taught us, right? The definition of insanity it was either Einstein or Freud. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And, you know, uh, in order to get different results, you got to start doing different things. And I, and again, I would start with the narrative. L listen to your thoughts about this subject, about how things should be, 
And, you know, since you're already studying psychology, look, look into, look into the behavioral stuff of early human beings to understand what we are, uh, what we are really without all these rules and concepts and religious ideas. And, and once you get to how, how people really are, it becomes a lot easier to make decisions about what to do. And I, you know what, again, you're at a much, you know, you're at an older, you're older, you're, you're wiser. Hopefully. So, you know, you, you should not be, have the same mentality that you had 30 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You Muhammad know? Ali that, said, if, uh, if a man is the same at 50 as he was at 20, he just wasted 30 years. He did. Yeah. He really did. So thank you so much. This has been a fantastic conversation. I, I, I followed my instincts from, from the one video that, that I saw. I was like, oh, I think she has interesting ideas about relationships. And I wasn't oh, disappointed. I got, I got plenty. I got plenty. <laughs> uh, so got thank plenty. you very much. Please uh, tell us where we can find you online. Yes, Instagram is... Uh... The Kendra Crumb Show. So the is in the K Y N as a Nancy D R A C R U M as a Mary P's and Paul Show S H O W. My YouTube is Kendra Crump K Y N D R A uh, and then space C R U M P and then my podcast the same name as my Instagram the Kendra Crump Show podcast. Excellent. I'll make sure to to put all those in the uh, video description so people can find you. Uh, once again, everybody, this has been uh, an installment of Chocolate Chat. Peace, love, and granola, and we'll talk to you soon.